Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to this edition of Veterans Corner Radio, information for and about veterans. On today's Veterans Corner, Bill Hodges has a conversation with Bill Oxford, commander of the American Legion. Commander Oxford, or Bill as he prefers to be called, talks about the start of the second hundred years for the American Legion. He discusses the golden past of the Legion and focuses on the bright future he sees for its members. You're going to like this man and enjoy what he has to say. Together, we'll learn how the Legion is more relevant than ever and is a driving force for veterans and their families. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges. Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. Remember, whether you're listening to this over the air on one of our FM stations or as a podcast, you should have a paper and pencil ready to take down the phone numbers and web addresses we share. By the way, it's always a good idea to have others in your family listening with you. My guest today is Commander James Bill Oxford of the American Legion. Bill, it's delightful to have you with us. Well, thank you, Bill. It's an honor and privilege to be here and uh, to be able to represent the three million member American Legion family. Well, you're representing me because I've been a member for 39 years. Good for you. I wish at the time I would have bought the lifetime membership. It would have saved me a lot of money. Well, I, I, uh, I bought my life membership many, many years ago. So I, I've, uh, I've, I'm just honored to be part of the organization. Well, every year when I write the check for it, I think to myself, thank God you're there. Well, uh, when you think about all of the things the American Legion does, uh, your, your money's well spent. And uh, I think you get more than your money's worth. Oh, you can bet on it. I, I'm thrifty, spelled cheap. <laughs> so, so I always look to be sure I'm getting my money's worth. You're the commander of the new century of the American Legion. Okay. 101st year, right? Absolutely the case. Uh, the uh, The Legion was founded in 1919. We celebrated our centennial birthday uh, last year, and uh, we're embarking on the second centennial or the second century of service to American veterans. You know, I think it's kind of a milestone to be the person starting that second century. Well, it uh, it's truly an honor to be able to uh, to call myself the commander. But uh, from from where I started and where I am now, it's uh, it is really an honor to be able to do this. Many organizations are having difficulties with membership and other problems because of this COVID crisis. How is the American Legion doing? Well, Bill, when you when you understand, you know about this, the uh, the social distancing, the group restrictions, uh, those kinds of things that are, are forcing many, many, most American Legion posts are closed uh, because of those restrictions. But on the other hand, we've got many posts that don't have a post home. So they are faced with some of the same kind of uh, problems. But well, uh, that's the, us where <laughs> yeah. I live in yeah. Sun City Center. We've got a great post. But we have no post home because we meet in one of the association rooms. And, of course, 
there's nowhere to go during the week for us to get together. So it's only the meetings. Right. Well, but uh, we we still are trying to maintain that relationship with our members through social uh, media, with Facebook, Twitter, uh, with the digital connections, with phone calls, with those kinds of contacts. And uh, we I don't like the buddy check. Well, I like what you do with this buddy check. Let's explain that to people, because I think that's something maybe we should take well beyond this covid crisis into our normal life. That's, that's true. That was that was where I was going next. Uh, but uh, if you remember back to the World Wars, there was a term called battle buddies. And that's where you were worried about the guy in the foxhole with you. But our buddy check program is just a way for legionnaires to maintain contact with other legionnaires, whether it's a phone call, whether it's a, a Twitter, a, a tweet or a Facebook or that kind of connection. It's a way to reach out and uh, make sure those veterans know and understand, hey, we're still here. We still care. We still want to know if you're okay. Is there anything we can do? And it's it's surprising that some of the things that we've been able to find out and been able to do for some uh, some homebound folks. Uh, we've we've made uh, grocery runs to the grocery store to pick up groceries. Uh, we've made runs to the drugstore to pick up prescriptions. Uh, we've carried veterans to medical appointments. Uh, and in in one case, we had a a veteran go to another veteran's home and move his move his garbage cans from the street back to his home. You know, it's a little thing, but goodness, you know, it's nice somebody thought of it. Well, it's just a way for the American Legion and for us as Legionnaires to say, hey, we're still here. We're still doing everything. We still care about you and want to help. So uh, those little little kinds of things, that's who we are and what we do. Well, living in a senior community like I do, I'm seeing a lot of that where, let's face it, we could talk about spouse this, spouse that, but many of our people have older husbands who are veterans and the ladies have to take care of them and they're doing a good job normally but now so many of them are by themselves their sons their daughters their grandchildren they don't come by because they're afraid to give mom and dad whatever they've got and so these people are sitting out there isolated and so your buddy check would be a fabulous thing in our community and many others well bill if you think about just the buddy checks and and the way the legion uses that that could be a, a an extension of society. If, uh, yes. if you've got a non-veteran, uh, a veteran or an elderly couple down the street, across the hall, uh, across town that you haven't heard from or seen in a few weeks, maybe that phone call, hey, are you okay? Anything you can, anything we can do, anything you need. So uh, that could be a, a, a society thing that would uh, enhance uh, taking care of, uh, of our, our fellow citizens. Now, it's important to stress to all of the Legion members that even though you can't go to the Legion Hall right now, the Legion Hall still has expenses and you need to pay your dues, right? Absolutely. That's always an issue. And um, like you said, many, many Legion posts, they have closed down the uh, canteens and restaurants. And uh, so some, some posts are uh, facing some financial issues. Uh, my daughter is in the Moose and she's right. in the management of their particular Moose Hall. And a lot of people are saying, well, we'll pay our dues when the Moose opens back up again. And I they're saying, wait a minute, guys, the lights are still having to be paid for here. Well, you know, Bill, we talk about that, that those Legion posts and the Legion uh, things are still happening. Uh, we're still having Legion posts that's doing things like the blood drives or uh, supporting first responders or, or drive through meals. So uh, we're still here. We're still doing our thing, still providing the services that the Legion does. Well, you know, actually, this show will go 
and be aired after Memorial Day. But I'm assuming that a lot of posts like ours will have some kind of activity, even if it's social distancing for Memorial Day. Well, I'm glad you brought that up, Bill. Uh, with the uh, governmental restrictions about that, many posts are holding actual uh, memorial services using the social distancing rules and regulations, but there are many posts holding virtual Memorial Day services. That's, oh, really? That's, absolutely. Uh, the, there, are, uh, there are things happening with uh, those kind of virtual services, and uh, many posts are, are uh, continuing to do that. So it's, uh, it's just a way to recognize what Memorial Day is, what it stands for, and the need to remember, recognize, and honor uh, those veterans who uh, provided the supreme sacrifice and service to this country. Let's talk a little bit about the American Legion and their support of active duty personnel. Well, Bill, uh, last year during the government shutdown, the Coast Guard was not getting paid. So I remember I have friends over in Pinellas County who didn't get a check. <laughs> One of the things the American Legion did to support our, our active duty Coast Guard, we gave away over a million dollars. Million dollars. Million dollars to young Coast Guard uh, enlisted folks who uh, were worried or concerned about uh, their their homes, their food, their medical supplies. But that million dollars, it was not. It wasn't a loan. It was just a direct grant to. Uh, oh, it's to, wonderful. To supplement the pay of those uh, young enlisted folks, but that's just an indication of uh, these the things that we do in support of our active duty folks. You know, and uh, most everybody understands, we support a strong national defense. So our support of the active duty folks is, uh, is just one of our top priorities. And we continue to support, endorse, and promote our active duty folks in any way we can. Uh, yeah, Including helping transition, correct? Oh, absolutely. The, the transition process is our Veterans Employment and Education Commission uh, sponsors job fairs. Uh, we, we're a big supporter of the transition assistance program, uh, the active duty folks do and put on for uh, transitioning folks. Uh, but absolutely, our, uh, our support of active duty folks go from starting while they're still on active duty during the transition process and supporting them uh, when they actually become non-active duty folks or retired. I remember when I got out, and that's 50 years ago, more, actually, if I was going to be truthful about it, that the, the difference between the military world, which I just spent four years in, and then going into the civilian world, just even little things, like I'd answer the phone at NCR where I was working, I'd say, stand by one, when I was getting somebody to wait, and everybody chuckle at, stand by one. Well, Bill, you, you know what? Uh the active duty folks, there's a discipline, there's an organization, there's a structure that's not in the civilian world. So uh, the transition from that society to the normal society, it's a big change. So yes, there is a, uh, a transition period. And uh, I'm, one, of, one of the things that uh, I spent almost 34 years between the, the active duty and garden. You're a lifer. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> most of my life. But uh, I, still, I still end most phone calls with out here. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about the GI Bill. I got my pilot's license on the GI Bill. I probably should have used it for a master's or something like that. But the VA and the GI Bill, they're totally interlaced, correct? That's generally the case, Bill. Uh, most people, uh, if you're legionary, you might know this, but the original GI Bill was written by Pice National Commander Harry Clomery. He wrote it on uh, hotel stationery and uh, presented that to Congress. And the original GI Bill, 
Well, I mean, we can't say we created it, but we did write it and did. Well, that it. sounds like a creation to me. <laughs> well, uh, it's a, 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 we've got to give credit to Congress for passing it, but uh, we did, uh, we did uh, create the concept and the idea. And uh, we've been instrumental ever since then in all of the multiple iterations, the improvements and the, the different uh, steps along the way. But uh, yeah, the GI Bill is one of those things the American Legion is extremely proud of and uh, proud to have been part of it. What are some of the things that the American Legion sees as the most important things to veterans today? Well, I think there's two things there, Bill. If we think about the uh, the VA, and, and I, I have been, uh, since this uh, COVID-19 thing started, I have been uh, participating in a weekly uh, conference call with the secretary of the VA, and it's just a way for the VA to let everybody know what's going on, the things that are happening and the, the, the things they're doing to address the issues that this COVID-19 is, is bringing up. But uh, our participation and our support of the VA, I think is instrumental. And along with that is the, uh, the legislative things that we do. Uh, the American Legion has a wonderful relationship with Congress and the legislators in, in Washington, D.C., and most departments and most states also. But we like to, uh, to stay abreast and like to keep track and uh, be able to uh, address the things that veterans need and are concerned about. Uh, so I think uh, our relationship with the VA and the, the legislative issues that we can bring to bear, I think that's the two biggest things that we can offer a, a veteran today. I am so happy to hear you talk so positively about the VA. I absolutely love the VA. They have been so good to me. I am a disabled American veterans member, and they have just been fantastic. The treatment I've gotten there, the people I've met, it's just been an outstanding thing. You know, we keep hearing, oh, there's a VA problem here, a VA problem there. There's 144 VA hospitals, each one with anywhere from three to 10 clinics. If there isn't a problem somewhere in that whole group, I'd be surprised. But overall, they're wonderful. And I think you're right. And, and we, we wholeheartedly support the VA. Uh, when you look at an organization of that size and that magnitude and that spread outness, I think uh, if you don't have an issue somewhere, you're not hearing the whole story. For those that tuned in a little late, I have the commander of the American Legion, James Bill Oxford, on the air with me. And Bill, what if they wanted more information about the American Legion? What should they do? Well, that's a good question, Bill. I'm glad you asked. The best place to do that would be start with your local post. And if uh, if they're not there, uh, leave a message on the phone and somebody will get back to you. If you can't find a local post, uh, every most, well, let's say every department has a website that's typically uh, state initials legion.org or just to look up uh, American Legion or our national website is uh, is legion.org. You can look us up on the internet. All of the information about programs, policies, procedures, and membership, uh, anything that you're concerned about or have a question about, it's, it's available at legion.org. I would be remiss if I did not mention John Router. I called in. Actually, I called expecting to get, and this is this is COVID-19, people working at home. But I called in late expecting to get a tape, and he answered the phone. And we talked about, you're coming on the air with me. And he was right on it. He took care of it. Your Indianapolis people are great. You're absolutely correct. I talked to John uh, four or five times a day, probably, about <laughs> different issues. But uh, you're right. Our our staff in, in Indianapolis and our D.C. office uh, are doing great. They do great work, and we uh, we appreciate their commitment. 
Commander Oxford, is there anything as a last thought you'd like to share with us? Well, uh, let's let's go back to what the, some of the things the American Legion Post are doing. Uh, we've got posts out there that are that are sponsoring blood drives. They're sponsoring food drives. They're making face masks. They're delivering uh, goods to uh, first responders. Those kind of things is a proof the American Legion is still here. We're still doing what we can, what we need to, and what we're supposed to be. So I uh, just encourage everybody. If you're not a veteran, find a veteran service organization. Love to have you as a legionnaire, but uh, help us help you as a, as a veteran. So uh, the veteran service organization community or the family is the best way to do that. Well, you've done a great job, and I appreciate your coming. Would you come back if I asked you to come back on the air? Absolutely. I've got many more things I'd like to talk about with the Legion because, like I say, I've been with you for 39 years, and I don't know how many more years that I'll have, but I'll be with you to the end. So how long have you been, how long, or what year did you join, Bill? Uh, 39 years ago, whatever that is. Nine, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you have to do some math on that. Anyway, my guest has been commander of the American Legion, Bill Oxford. Bill, you've done a great job. Thanks for coming on the air. Ladies and gentlemen, you're unique, you're special, and you're great. Tell yourself so often because you are, you know. And we'll talk to you on the next Veterans Corner. You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Here's a quick final thought. If you're enjoying these podcasts, why not take a minute to subscribe or mark Veterans Corner Radio as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be set to be among the first to find out when new podcasts are published. And thanks again for listening to Veterans Corner Radio.